Lovely lads. <laughs> You're gonna break. Here, here. <laughs> Welcome to the Brain Boggled Podcast. I am your <laughs> berry juice wine bee, Bobby. Oh my god. I'm I'm your bourgeoisie Brent. Hmm. Oh, and I'm I'm the court jester, Jay Jack. <laughs> Can I do a juggle for you, my lord? That was so good. Uh, Way to roll off the punches there, boys. All right. Wow. wow. <laughs> Welcome to the Brain Boggle Podcast. And guys, yes. before we start on our part two of QAnon, mm. I have to say, I don't know if you guys realize this, but we're only like a month away from Bogtober. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, already? Wow. <laughs> Bobby's favorite time of year, Bogtober. Oh, who, who doesn't love a good Bogtober? We do Brain have a lot of... Uh, good. A lot so of... Good. Uh, a lot of ideas on the list that are labeled as Bogtober ideas. Oh, do we yeah. really? Yeah, we have yeah we're going to have got to go through that that old spreadsheet figure yeah. out what we're talking about in October this year yeah well but, if um, you guys have any ideas make sure to send us an email or comment on our some, social meds send up some suggests um yeah but yeah so we're we're back for part two of QAnon where are they now um where are they it, now which it turns out is everywhere <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah so I think the first thing we need to touch on, boyos, is that we kind of ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger last week with our old ten-day media blackout. Oh yeah, what was going to happen? I don't. Yeah, Bob, I don't our, know Bob, our, um, if it happened. Yeah, our our fresh Bobby boy here, fresh back from vacay. Yeah, fresh ready to go. Oof. Completely forgot about it. I got a new mustache. I got a, a cup of wine. I just yeah. got back from vacation. I tested negative for coronavirus. Yeah, so it's all, everything's looking up for Bobby everything's right now. Everything's looking up for me. I got a lightsaber behind me right now. It's pretty whereas good. I, whereas I look like a guy just came out of, bomb, of a bomb shelter. You know, <laughs> I was on my last ration can of, you know, like stewed peaches. And I had to finally come out. <laughs> that I is what you look like. From that. the wasteland that is the world. And it turns out um, it still exists, I guess. <laughs> I started class this week. Oh, you oh. did? Yeah, I did. I did. I, uh... Started class. I have this one cool professor who, at the end of class, was like, "Hey, you guys want to see this game I'm working on?" And we were like, "Sure." So he shows us this. He shows us this game, and he was like, and "It was The Last of Us Part 3. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa! I was I was like hoping it would be some like game that I like knew already, but I, I hadn't heard of it. It was like one of those walking simulator story based games. And he was like, mm. it's basically my I hate you letter to Thomas Jefferson. And we oh, okay. And we were like, that's, that's amazing. So funny. Cause he apparently he used to be a, uh, a history professor, um, but he's not doing that anymore. He's doing teaching 3d modeling. So interesting. How does that work on zoom? Is it is it hard? Um, it's easy. It's actually it's really easy. You just um, uh, it's just the same thing. Cause normally we um in class we just have a big projector for what uh like we're following along of whatever they're doing on their computer. The professor, um, so they just share their screen <laughs> instead, and it's like basically Got the it. same thing. Nice. Fair enough. Well, that's that good. Works. The world's getting somewhat back to normal. Not really, but <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. Uh, I feel like it's about to go into chaos again with everyone going yeah. back to school. Yeah. Like, I you mean, already have 
places like shutting down in-person classes entirely because kids are partying when they're not supposed to be i know and even like not only that like it's just way too soon yeah i know and it's like i understand people like wanting to blame the kids for like partying and shit but at the same time like the schools should just not be reopening fully like i mean they should know that kids are gonna do that it's one of those things where you look at it and it's funny because like we have more cases now than we did when schools were starting to close yeah you know Mm -hmm. like it's funny that the cases are the worst they've ever been and yet now we're like all right everything's reopening go back to school yeah it's really weird late stage capitalism we got to get those parents back to work Mm -hmm. you can't be staying at home with your kids all day more work my aunt my aunt is a teacher and she was saying that like their their concerns are not being heard by the people who are in charge like they're they're saying we can't deal with little kids with the mask on that's just not gonna work we need to comfort them and like i'm gonna come out in this big scary mask like we just we can't do that right now and the executives on the board are like well we need to get the money from the state so we have to reopen and it's just like um mm -hmm. they're like oh um uh at least in my town the younger students are gonna have like uh an hour of like a no mask break where like everyone's so... gonna be forced to be they're, like they're not just gonna be like all right take off your mask everyone's gonna be forced to be apart from each other mm. yeah. but they're just gonna have time where they can take off their mask during the day yeah um and it's like how i'm thinking like how are you gonna control that like yeah. how that's just kind of risky. Seems I'll tell you one thing. Risky. After going to Disney World in the pandemic, people don't listen. <laughs> There's a lot of people who just don't care. And, you know, if you're caught, just put it back up and then put it back down. Like, there were mm-hmm. people doing that all over. So, I don't know why the world thinks that people will follow protocols. Um, but uh, we're not talking about the coronavirus. Well, maybe we will. Well- the Probably. thing is, we we will be talking about it in a sense, and how how QAnon interprets the COVID nineteen. But um, be- hold on, I'm again, getting a call. Uh, uh, yes, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. We're guys, putting the podcast on hold for a second. Hold on, I'm getting Bobby's a phone call. Um, phone call. I'm getting a phone call, and uh, Bobby, I just got this honestly, new this phone. Is re- this is really unprofessional, dude. Uh, like, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got this new phone, and it's five G. So. I gotta take it. Um, Whoa! Ho- hold up, Bobby! Uh, don't put that to your face, uh, uh, Bobby! No! And he's gone to the Nether. Oh well, that's okay. Me and Jack host the pod now. It's your B and J. B and J. No! 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 <laughs> no. Zoinks! Oh, I'm back. But um, by the way, okay. Oh, thank, thank, thank the Lord. We, we can't have just one B. <laughs> There needs to be a little B. I know. But yeah, before we yes. before we get into all this 5G COVID bullshit, um, we do need to kind of circle back and talk about this whole 10-day blackout, media yes. blackout that was supposed to happen. And in case you guys didn't notice, nothing happened. Brent, 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 Brent. That's uh, not true. Trump, Trump is, Trump's been tweeting every single day since the supposed blackout was supposed to happen. Uh... Well, that's fake Trump, Brent. You know, they Oh wait, oh, they, of course. They planned this out. It's it's been Ugh. you know, they had a fake Trump ready to go so that when the blackout mm-hmm. didn't happen because the deep state, you know, took over and and foiled their plans, uh okay. they had a fake Trump ready to go because they actually got the real one. 
Um, okay, so is, is the fake Trump the same one who was on that Laura Ingram interview re- recently where he said there were shadowy black dr- clad figures on planes heading towards D.C. or oh, some what? shit? Like, what? Wait, like, did he say this? I, I, can't say, I can't say who they are. Like, you, you wouldn't even know who they are, but... <laughs> They've got to cause some big damage. Big damage. Okay. Yes. You know, I used May to think that when people QAnon would say things... is real, dude. Yeah. He's based... Uh, Trump is basically knows that this is... QAnon is now, like, his base. So yeah. he's just, like, he's literally being, like... Into it. Literally, literally leaning into it. Be like, yeah, oh, yeah, there's just these shadowy figures, you know. They're well, coming I, for DC. He's leaning in. I feel in. like... Big damage. I feel <laughs> big like damage. at this point, it's just, like... <sighs> it's got to be just the cult left. Like... Mm-hmm. Who else is supporting him besides his cult? Like, I can't even think of who it would be. Like, yeah, the- it seems to be ma- mainly the cult. The, um, for- the unfortunate thing is, though, is the cult seems to be a lot bigger hmm. than it was um, yeah, maybe I like mean, a like, year ago. Like you said at the beginning yeah. of the pod, I mean, QAnon, where are they now? They're everywhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, we, I-, I know so many people who believe fully in it mm-hmm. and and support Donald Trump completely. Um, so it's not as uh, scarce as you might think. Well, no, because there. I feel like it's either you're a hundred percent on board with him now, or you're against him. Because in the 2016 election, I feel like there were some people who were like, who genuinely believed he was the lesser of two evils, and I could give them yeah. the benefit of that doubt in 2016 because it's like, okay. You know, despite everything that he said that he's going to do in the track record he has shown before, he has never been in politics. You mm-hmm. know, may, like we don't know. We, we actually don't know what he would actually do in a political situation. That was in 2016. Now we know. So it's like now we no have four ex- years. There are no at. excuses now. If you're voting for Donald Trump in 2020, you are a psychopath. <laughs> like that is the only explanation that can that can be drawn. Ah, oh, no, if, if only it were that easy. I feel like there, there's been some serious brainwashing that's gone on yeah. over, the, the, over uh, the last four years. Yeah, it's Even hard for me to, that, to agree bro, that... It's going on for decades, bro. It's, like, it's hard for me to agree that, like, you know, people that vote for Trump are psychopaths because <clears throat> I know so many people who are fully supportive of Trump and it's really just like like brent said it's a brainwashing thing you know it's like it's like an indoctrination you know what like it's like it's it's, it's like a cult-like situation yeah you're I led to believe that you're theory. you're a, the world is against you and then this is the only way to restore mm-hmm. things exactly exactly which is funny because that's how a lot of like progressive leftists feel except yeah. they've just this is why i think it's horseshoe this is why i believe in horseshoe theory as well because mm. um it like i think it's i think it's like trump supporters and like very far leftists have like almost similar views in a way but then they just like draw different conclusions and and for anyone who doesn't know horseshoe theory is the theory that all horseshoes are actually made out of plexiglass um yeah (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) horseshoe theory is that it's not is that the political spectrum is not a line from left to right it's a horseshoe so that the extremes on the left and the right are actually more similar than people who are closer to the middle. Yeah, which I like totally shape, believe. Like the totally. shape of a horseshoe. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, but uh, is the t- so the 10-day media blackout is technically still going on then? Or did it end recently? I mean, it would have started technically last Thursday. Yeah. So as of recording right now, um, you're hearing this on Friday. It is just a little peek behind the curtain. It is Wednesday. Wednesday today. So it's not <laughs> been a full week yeah. yet. 
yeah. of media blackout. So oh, I know he seems to be this. doing a lot of interviews if there's a fake Trump out there. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, maybe they're all pre-recorded interviews that are now being that's that. that's fair. That's what I'm maybe saying. Dude, it's possible. Oh my god, no, maybe that's why in that interview he was saying some crazy shit because these are all oh pre these oh are god. all Get ready for the fucking conspiracy. These are uh, all Jack, pre-recorded. You, you're, you're drawing. Oh the, you're drawing. You're just saying what they're going to say. These are all <laughs> pre-recorded right Trump. No, well, it, it may be different. These are all pre-recorded Trump rec- interviews that mm-hmm. the rest of the cabinet was like, "No way, he is batshit insane in these in these interviews. We cannot release them." But right. now they need to. They need because Trump's gone missing. They need old Trump. They're like. They're like, all right, <laughs> let's just start putting out the least crazy of the things that have been. De- That's why he's like the shadow people, the shadow. The, these you don't know who they are, but they're going right. to cause great damage. Now, the the one thing I will say though is I'm pretty. Maybe I'm misremembering or remembering one of the other interviews I've seen of him recently, but I'm pretty sure in this interview he he is asked directly about what went on in uh, was it Kennesaw? Uh, Wisconsin. They Minnesota? ask him to you hold know? up. A, they're like, can you hold up a newspaper with? Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know they like want him to like respond to like basically they were she was trying to see i think get him to like condemn the the, the kid who you know shot and killed two protesters and yeah. shot a third or whatever and he like wouldn't directly do it you know oh boy um, so yeah. oh. when that's happened we, we, we within be, the media blackout but you know we gotta um, be careful because you know the, the conspiracy theories that we create People are going to listen to this pod and think... Honestly, the ones we're coming up with right now are better than any of the ones I've ever seen from Dude, QAnon. So, yeah. like, we got to be careful here. Yeah. are so easy, though. They're going to think we're lizards, you know, telling telling the truth just because we we want to walk the, the fine line, you know? Yeah. We're, we're just uh, throwing that information out there just because we can. Apparently, also in the uh, blackout, is uh, yeah. apparently Q from QAnon was discovered. Yeah, what? Mm-hmm. Bad um, time for that, Q. Because apparently one of his posts got doxxed and they traced it back to the founder of 4chan. No! A, the founder of the 4chan? The founder of 4chan is Q, apparently. So Q oh is one God. giant troll? Um... This is a live reaction, guys. We're finding this out live. I don't. Who is the founder of? So I, I, I didn't. I didn't read into it that much, um, because I Christopher um, Poole. I didn't want to. I, 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 I I didn't want to step on Brent's toes. But um, if I can, where did that article go? Um, he looks like he could be the founder of Q. You know. Um, the founder of Q. Oh, the dude who they who people think it is. Yeah, the the four chan guy. What? What's his name? Christopher Poole. Oh no, not that guy. Oh, never mind. Sorry, someone, Christopher. It was someone. Okay, else. yeah. Retract that. Retract that. Retract. Allegedly. Allegedly. Redacted. <laughs> allegedly, it was no. It was. Oh, what was his name? Why can't I find any articles about it? I saw an article where they it's were. It's part like, of the blackout, I'm, Jack. It's part I'm of the, on the daily. I'm on the daily dot right now. And um, it, it, did, you, did you mean um, Eight Cuns owner Jim Watkins? Is that Jim, the guy? Or... Jim Watkins. Guys, this is live Jim research. Watkins. Yeah, no, I know. We're no, like literally no, no, like no, 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 sk- not Jim Watkins. Um, okay, hold on. Oh, oh, okay, okay. No, 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 no. He was um editor in chief. Revealed at eight. Q is 
apparently um 8chan founder jim watkins wait 8chan oh okay the picture that i looked was a picture of him when he was very young apparently he's a pedophile apparently oh, cool. allegedly allegedly yes, apparently. allegedly 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 <laughs> um, have not sourced that oh, geez. <laughs> but yeah apparently one of his posts got doxxed and um uh, q is this q is this dude is who, it the dude with like the the really long uh sideburns, sideburns? and a little yeah. mustache yeah that looks totally like and he's got a little q pin on his collar yeah dude so that's q bro or that's at least he made a Q post. At the very least, he made a Q post and people tracked it down to him. Well, someone someone said on Twitter, Jim is not Q, friends. He's a friend of America. Learn more. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. What? That sounds like he is Q then. Because don't they... Aren't they all about that shit? There's definitely more research to be done here. That's for sure. Um... I mean, the tricky thing with, like, the, the 8chan, the 4chan shit is that, like, there could be multiple people posting as Q drops. Yeah. Dude, like, I we wish really it. don't know for sure, like, if, like, it's one person or multiple people doing this shit, you know? I wish it was, yeah. like, uh, could you imagine if it was, like, Q is confirmed to be the founder of Wattpad? Popular fan yeah. fiction website Wattpad and like, <laughs> dude, and like all of the fan like just so many fanfics were based off of like information that the Wattpad owner had been leaking. Dude, I would oh love that. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Uh, so right. yeah, well, so I mean, maybe here's this a, guy's Q. Here's the thing that's interesting. If you go on the 8chan Wikipedia page, uh, it says that it is part of anti-Semitism. Um. What is so, just what eight, is eight, eight chan, just eight chan in general. Eight, eight chan, chan in general, in general is part, well. They're definitely anti semites on that website. Yeah, but if Which you want a big get, part of QAnon, if you want to get down to it, there's anti semites on every website except yeah. for brainbogglepodcast.com. Podcast.com. <laughs> the most are, inclusive website. Yeah. And if you are an anti semite and you're on our website, go. We're anti anti semite. Mm. Exactly. There's also exactly. there's also the brainboggle.com slash Brent mails you soup. Um Yes. That that is the is that least anti Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the the link. Might be something different, but something like that. Brainbogglepodcast.com forward slash Brent, Brent mails you soup. Or it might be Brent mails you soup once a week. I don't know. Once a month. Once a I, month. I'm gonna do it once a week. Come on. <laughs> Too much time mails for that. You soup. I made black bean soup today. That was. Really oh, you good. did. I love yeah, your black bean. Brent makes the best, the biggest <laughs> black bean soup I've ever had. What is? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, it's once a month. Th- it. It's Brent makes you soup once a month. <laughs> <laughs> You, you didn't know this existed? <laughs> no. No. I don't what? know. I don't know why, why can it's a I, thing. Why can I click for yeah, more Brent, info? No, I, I haven't finished the website yet. Oh. But yeah. This is Brent Mansi's soup, and it's a picture of Brent and, and bean soup this, or something. This is a great yeah. place to tell people more about your special <laughs> day and get them excited to celebrate. That's what it says. It is a picture of I have soup to finish this page. Yeah, it was just like this weird joke that happened one day at work. We were just talking about what if we had a website that was just about me mailing you soup once a month. <laughs> and then Dude, it became a reality. Yeah. 
So anyway, let's actually talk about some yeah, QAnon. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so that media blackout so far, I don't know. It doesn't seem like anything's happened yet. Doesn't seem like anyone's been assassinated. Doesn't seem like anyone's been arrested or tribunaled. And that's yeah. so exactly I don't know. What they want they want you to not seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. You would think that though if they captured these high ranking members of the deep state, they would like really want to be like, look at us, y'all. Mm-hmm. It'd be like WWE style, like pyrotechnics going off, like, we got Hillary. Well, that, it's funny you say that because <laughs> like eagle sounds. Oh my god. Or yeah, hawk yeah. sounds. It's funny you say that because I was I was listening to a couple of clips on YouTube today about QAnon and I, I mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a huge fan of Joe Rogan. But there was Me this neither. really. Uh, I would go as far as to say it as I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm a, I do not like Joe Rogan's show. Um, but I was listening to a clip where this guy was talking about QAnon, and it was pretty funny. Um, and Joe Rogan was like, "So, so Trump, like, is the savior, and he's he's just single handedly fighting like child uh, cannibalistic pedophiles." It just seems very out of character for Trump not to talk <laughs> about it. Like, yeah. like his, his, his whole thing is that he like brags about the stupidest stuff. And the biggest thing that he's like, that he's doing right now, which is, you know, being the, the hero of America and destroying the darkness, not a peep. He, he doesn't talk about it. It's like, that's not on brand. It's not on brand at all. Yeah. But then the explanation is just, it's all a sham. Like, like, yeah. like why would he tell you about it? Yeah. It's like, well, no, he's putting on a character. Yeah, he would ruin. Yeah. yeah, he would ruin the whole thing if he talked about it. And like, so he's he's acting. He has to play. He has to play that. That's what they think. They think he's playing the fool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I mean, and also like all the true messages are hidden. So you like when you like look at his tweets and their typos and shit, they're there on purpose. Yeah, to you reveal be the hidden know. truth. Like Kafefe, that's like an actual, <laughs> you know hidden message or when he wears a yellow tie during like a coronavirus <laughs> press conference is because yellow in some military code means like all good or oh some god, shit so, you know oh my god dude. they read so, so much into like the little the little things as like symbolism and and like hidden mm-hmm. messages it's kind of yeah. it's a uh, it's really interesting because i mean you know people do that with everything we we do that with tv shows we're like oh that's symbolism for this and it's like no i don't think it was but if you want to interpret it that way Mm-hmm. that's yeah, fine dude. but when you do it with something that's actually meaningless like the color tie that donald trump is wearing yeah it's like a whole new level yeah so i guess to be continued on this media blackout thing but so far it doesn't seem like it's anything again like yeah. it wasn't the last two times they brought it up <laughs> hmm. um it's actually JFK next year, year. <laughs> jfk jr has not revealed himself to be alive yet um so <laughs> Still waiting on that one, but who knows? We still got a few days left in the 10-day media blackout. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's move on to some other stuff. We got something here called the Children's Crusade that I want to talk about. Oh, my God. The Children's Crusade was such a big joke between me and my friends in high school because we thought it was absurd. We were like, <laughs> what do you mean? We were like, what do you mean children just went into the desert and died? Oh, I've never <laughs> heard of the Children's Crusade, so I'm interested in this. I don't even know the details that Zach's re- or Zach, Jesus Christ, Jack <laughs> is referring um, to. Spending too much well, time at work. Right? E- is your Children's Crusade like a historical event, or is it like something that no he believes in? It's 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 like a Q thing that's come up in oh, uh, so the recent years. They're taking the title from. It was like one of the Lost Crusades was um um 
was the Children's Crusade, where apparently, like, a bunch of children from some village, like, it, it, like left and gathered a bunch of children, and they were like, we're gonna go uh, to Jerusalem and uh, take our holy land back, and then from they all From the died. Muslims? Yeah, and then they all died in the, um, in the desert. And I don't know how <laughs> oh, no. true it is, I don't know where the, like, gotcha. evidence comes from. Well, but. yeah, well, um, QAnon, uh, people i don't think have as, as great a grasp of the english language maybe as the people who wrote about the children's crusade that you're referring to because yeah the phrase children's crusade you know children's possessive of the crusade it's the children's crusade mm-hmm. yeah which suggests that the children are the ones crusading but that's not what this is about <laughs> oh, <laughs> for children this is, yeah, basically. So this is more of like a this is more of like a Anakin Skywalker. This is, it should situation. be like the Crusade for the Children's or yeah. something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but basically, what the idea behind the Children's Crusade, as it's so called within QAnon, is that the deep state is using things like foster care and child protective services to abduct children for the pedophile ring. Mm. So it's become this like weird offshoot of like all these people who believe in QAnon who. Most of the people who encounter this children's crusade are people who have, like, <laughs> lost their children to, like, custody battles or child protective services mm. over, you know, neglect or, you know, all the normal reasons you would have your children taken by child protective services. Mm-hmm. But according to them, it's not because of, you know, them being inadequate parents. It's because they're taking their children to be used for sexual slavery by yeah. the deep state pedophile mm-hmm. ring, and that's why child protective services are taking their kids. Again, pushing so- responsibility off of yourself because it's it's out of your hands. Yeah, it's easier to, you know, blame some nebulous deep state than it is to maybe look inward at Dude, yourself. And- the name is more apt then, actually, because mm-hmm. um, I was just reading about the Children's Crusade, and apparently a lot of them were like according to many not exactly historically accurate accounts but whatever uh they were like a bunch of kids were like hey where's um where's the holy lands and these merchants were like oh it's uh this way hop on this boat and go this way um but they were actually uh lied to and uh many of them were were kidnapped and sold into slavery oh wow so So it's actually more so maybe there is um, some, it's not completely just uh, dumb naming on the part of Q uh, followers, but Hmm. anyway, so as you can imagine, if you are one of these, you know, believers in Q and you think that your child has just been taken to be used as a sexual slave, um, you can imagine that some not so great things might come out of that. Some people might react to that in a not so positive fashion yeah so next i'm gonna kind of go into some of these cases that have been springing up around the country of people taking it into their own hands to try to free these children from the grips of the deep state and the child protective services and foster cares the death that are working for the deep state yeah. Oh, jeez. It goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, That's the only Death Grip song I know. Yeah. I don't think so, I'm ready for this. All right, so let's talk about Sydney Abkug. Abkug. I don't know if that's how you say her last name. A-B-C-U-G. I'm going to go with Abkug. Um, <laughs> name. So, I don't, Abkug, Abkug. Not sure. Cindy Abkug. So, 
This Cindy Abcug planned an armed assault on a Colorado foster home to free her son. Abcug's 15-year-old daughter had tipped off sheriff's deputies to the alleged scheme, fearful that people would be hurt in what Abcug purportedly called the raid. <laughs> so, let's kind of detail all this. And uh, by the way, um, in my brain bloggled post, I forgot to do it last week because it was kind of a crazy week of Bobby being on vacation. I had to pick up all his slack at work. Yeah, so I, pe- I left got- Brent for dead. Yeah, so um, I'm going to be making like one big post for both last week's episode and this week's episode. So I have a, a great um, link to um, a Daily Beast story that kind of really goes into the full details of this particular story. The Daily um, Beast, I'm not gonna- isn't that... <clears throat> or am I thinking of a different news site? Isn't the Daily You're thinking Beast- of a different one, I believe. I know what you mean. Like when I saw the Daily Beast, my first thought was like, oh, is that like the one that's like a sketchy? Yeah. But no, it's not. Oh. It's not that one. <laughs> oh, <funny. laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, when was this? When was this raid thing? Um, da, da, da. let me go back through my notes here. It was pretty recent. Um, I want to say it was like, like June of this year, I believe. Oh, so very, um, wow. yeah. pretty recent. Hold on. I'm just queuing it up right now. Just, just getting that old on. internet queuing going. So the story was posted on August 16th. Um, the events of the story, um, Let's see that that oh my god ads the Daily Beast you're killing me. Uh, Let's say it was the summer. <clears throat> it was the summer, yeah. That's... It was the summer sometime. The story was posted in August. Um, okay, but yeah. Huh. So it, it was pretty recent. So Sydney Abkug, um went on the run, recruiting the help of QAnon YouTube star Field McConnell and his allies in the Fringe Law Group E Clause, which is sort of like a sovereign citizens type group and in case you're wondering um what sovereign citizens are they are these people who see themselves as answerable only to their own particular interpretations of common law and are not subject to any government statutes or proceedings so basically people who believe that like the government doesn't apply to them and that they're like their own their own common law is the only thing that applies it was this big movement that happened like in the 1920s i want to say and it's kind of like existed kind of throughout american history since then but it's been sort of like a very fringe thing so yeah uh basically um once the police found out about abcug's you know plan to like commit this like raid on this foster home she went on the run with the help of this like q on youtube star like oh, he like used it he uses like weird law group that they call themselves e clause um to like help her like escape authorities the e clause so, fans of McConnell and his associates have been charged with um, uh, a series of bizarre crimes. Um, so, this is just a little sort of like color for um, who <laughs> E-Claws and uh, Field McConnell are. So, back in March, a Kentucky woman who subscribes to E-Claws' strange legal theories about child custody laws allegedly abducted her twin daughters. Um, this man, Timothy Charles Holmseth allegedly traveled to New York City with a car full of illegal knives, reportedly talking about a plan to kill former Vice President Joe Biden as oh. a result of um following uh, this McConnell guy. And then also in June of this year, a Massachusetts man allegedly led police on a high-speed chase with five of his children in a minivan, all the while begging QAnon to help him and talk talking about um, the Holmseth video about Hillary Clinton eating babies. 
so well that dude yeah so that's insane yeah so this happened that happened in um in uh massachusetts of all places so that hits pretty close to home for us so yeah so as you can see you know the people who believe in this sort of stuff have kind of done a lot of kind of crazy stuff (laughs) over yeah all very recently too um i was actually reading an interesting statistic that showed since like uh covid started we all had to like ice you know shelter in place and all that in march over from march to july um uh membership in a facebook q groups grew by 600 percent 600 it's people 600%. with too much time on their hands i swear to god the united states <laughs> citizens are going insane because everyone has too much time on their hands it's stockholm yeah. syndrome but like well, I think a it, large and i scale. also think a big part of it too is that people just like have a hard time accepting the failures that are happening in front yeah. of them on a daily basis that there has to be some bigger conspiracy at play causing all this to happen Why? it can't just the be the government is so shit and everything is so shit that it, it has just can't to be, be aliens it, it can't be that you know our fearless leader uh donald j trump is just like fucking up the like federal response to all this stuff there's a conspiracy at play that so it's just and it seems like really they they use like a lot of the same sort of like tactics as a lot of like alt-right groups do with like red pilling and all that shit so yeah. like you know when we see all these different subgroups pop up i mean QAnon is just kind of like using all the same playbook and they're so sort of nebulous and shit and kind of can un- everything can be QAnon related that it's like su- super easy for people to kind of just like go down the rabbit hole and then before you know it everything that's wrong in the world is you know based on this conspiracy you, so. know, you know what's sad too is like Donald Trump right now could do like the worst things in the world and get and caught has been. and get caught and, and has and been has been and people don't it doesn't affect him at all because no matter what he does it's just part of like the whole oh well you know that's just the media trying to portray it that way so that you hate Trump for the election like everything is yeah. just it's just like Me- this conspiracy. Yeah, it's good. Every everything is you know against you, and it's just made that way to make to try to make you think that you know what you believe is wrong. I mean, the guy it. sent the militia to Portland. Mm-hmm. You know, like or National Guard. You mean the National Guard? Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Guys, the militias sent the, were already there. Guys sent the <laughs> the, the, yeah. the National Guard to Portland, yeah. and and you know just escalated the situation yeah. he he's just he's not making think, good decisions right now do you now. think this bout of craziness is just um president trump enabling and the coronavirus compounding and everyone like everything going crazy all like on top of each other it's the perfect storm and so when trump's not president anymore and when life gets back to normal at least way more than it is now do you think craziness is going to subside because uh, not, not it, overnight no no not, not overnight but do you think it'll like do you think at some point it'll fade or do you think that no americans are just crazy now well i think the problem is we're getting to the point where crazy is the new normal you know yeah yeah that's like, what i it, mean it, like it's gonna be it, an uphill battle for sure but like i feel like having you know at least like a central leadership figure who's not actively fanning the craziness all the time like Trump knows that like the craziness is what's going to give him the best chance of getting reelected. So right. 
being as divisive as possible is his strategy, you know? Yeah. Mm. Because, you know, the truth is it's kind of working, at least right now. Like, a lot of polling is showing, you know, the numbers between Joe Biden and Donald Trump closing a lot. Because, you know, people are just looking at the world around them and seeing it going to shit. And they're doing, like, a pretty good job of somehow making it, like, this is Joe Biden's America. This is what he wants is these people in the streets rioting and whatever. Yeah, and it's like, how can this be Joe Biden's America when it's... Donald right. Trump right now. Well, he's just like Donald done Trump's a good job. Right now. Yeah, they're doing a good job of connecting sort of somehow Joe yeah. Biden and like the liberal like side of America to what's happening with protests and yeah. the people who are already sort of like susceptible to looking at that as like a negative thing are yeah. already viewing it as like riots or looting or, you yeah. know, Antifa or whatever. Yeah. They're already sort of like susceptible to like buy into that sort of narrative and the whole thing is but, like they would they just want you know it's like oh just shut up and let everything go back to the way it was where we didn't talk mm-hmm. about the problems we had you know right, it's like so. they're they're pinning it as joe biden wants to talk about the problems aren't you sick right. about talking about these problems it's right. like well and their problem not only that he not only that but he actively endorses what's happening in the streets which um uh, for a lot of people is being portrayed as you know rioting and like people are trying to burn down your towns you know yeah. which is not at all what's happening but anyway to get back to uh this whole story <laughs> with um Abcug here um so the, the we kind of established who these e-claws uh yeah. people are that uh field mcconnell is sort of associated with you know kind of your not what you would i guess i guess what you would expect from like a weird fringe QAnon law group yeah or whatever so these e-claws people sent this man ryan wilson a self-described trained sniper to protect Abcug and plan the raid to free her son. Self-described so sent- as in the sniper described himself like that. <laughs> yeah, the Ryan, the Ryan Wilson, who is a, quote, self-described trained sniper. That's not, that's not a good thing to be self-described as. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so good. Yeah, so this guy, Ryan Wilson, it, it meets up with, uh, you know, Cindy Abcug to sort of plan the, the raid to free her son. And then... During this time, while they're planning the raid, um, Sydney and um, Ryan Wilson appear on uh, Field McConnell's YouTube show, kind of talking about, you know, QAnon shit and the deep state and the children's crusade, which gets the attention of this man, Joseph Ramos, who was a Colorado medical student who decided to join the cause with Abcog after seeing her uh, on the YouTube show. So from this point, Abcug, Ramos, and Wilson are all fleeing and hiding from the pe- police to try to get away from this raid, or to get away from them arresting them. And so they go on this like crazy cross-country road trip where they're like running from the law, and <laughs> it's a really, really wild story. Uh, I really suggest you go read the Daily Beast story. It's a really interesting and crazy and sad. But anyway, needless to say, uh, she never gets... They, the raid never happens, thankfully. Yeah. Um, so no one was hurt in that particular case. Good. But, um, and then we have this other story of this woman who uh, also ha- who had a child, child who um, wasn't taken by social services, but I guess was a victim of sexual assault. And she got caught up in this whole QAnon sort of children's crusade thing she saw um the documentary we talked about last week bobby uh mm. what, what was it the fall of the cabal, fall of the cabal or yeah and um from all 
accounts like this woman was like not even like a political person had never posted anything political on facebook or anything ever and in the span of a month after finding out about this QAnon stuff and watching fall the cabal she drove cross country to um california and was found by police like in her car and she was like terrified that like the you know the deep state was coming to eat her children and she had like knives on her and was like saying that she was going to kill joe biden because he's like allowing the deep state to come and eat our children and like so this shit is like crazy you know people get radicalized by this shit yeah, really fast the well the thing you know? is like the whole i mean brent you watched a little bit of the fall of the cabal it, it, oh, it's yes, idiotic it's very hard to watch jack i suggest you go check it out because it's uh it's like kind of hilarious spend three hours of your day just like it's hitting your head hours? it's like a 10 part like thing and it keeps getting deleted oh off youtube but like the whole thing is it, it reminds me of like 1984 brainwashing where it's just like everything you've been told is a lie here's mm. why and it just kind of like makes these really big like assumptions and like mm. it's propaganda claims. right it's conspiracy propaganda pretty yeah. much yeah. yeah um, i mean it's like one of those like weird videos where like it sounds like it's being narrated by like a robot voice and it's just oh like they God. make the craziest connections between things like i said like yeah. i think i said it last week when you're i was like skipping around through it trying to find out excuse me shit about like the media blackout or whatever yeah. and like i would skip like two minutes and it'd be like we're talking <laughs> about jfk jr then now we're talking about chris cornell yeah now we're talking about george soros in the deep state now we're talking about donald yeah. trump is maybe a time traveler <laughs> yeah, now we're talking about lizard it's people. just like the lizard people like it's just like every two minutes like we jump to like a new conspiracy theory You're like oh vaccines are actually implanting microchips into you you know it's just like yeah every single sort of thing you can think of like conspiratorial thinking is like covered within nice. this 10 part <laughs> and it's, series. it's a very interesting like thing because when you watch it like it gives you these like chills like ooh, like this would be this would be crazy if this is all real but like at mm -hmm. the end of the day you have to detach your you know uh spirit for storytelling with reality and yeah. i think a lot of people uh it makes a lot of sense to like listen to crazy conspiracies in a time right now like we were saying a little bit ago like because there's just so much unexplained stuff happening where in reality the explanation is probably just that you know we live in a world where a lot of people are just shitty and mm -hmm. don't know what they're doing um yeah. But this this grand kind of like cover up is just so much more interesting and yeah, that there's like storylines that we were yeah, there's as like kids. some evil group that's behind all of it. You know, it's yeah. easier when you have like a singular villain. You know, yeah. to yeah. sort of point to you and be like, aha, there's the bad guy. Get the bad guy. Yeah. Whereas like reality is more just there's a lot of disparate things happening in the world and like it's like a butterfly effect sort of situation. Like so many think different things are happening all the time and it's just like really difficult to sort of pinpoint like an easy answer to like all these different things but yeah if well, these people kind of like take all these disparate things and like try to find any way to connect them without actually doing anything to truly prove it they're like oh yeah. well there was this book that came out in like the 20s that said like the last president or whatever would be this trump or baron or something like that yeah. like trump's son and then another book came out and this time that said trump did this or you know just talking about something you know they just make all these yeah. wild connections based on like 
one thing, one detail, like, aha, that's it, you know? Yeah. Well, I, um, I watched uh, They Live recently. Um, hmm. John Carpenter's movie. Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. movie with the long. Is that the one with the longest fight scene in the history of? Yeah, fights? it's got mm-hmm. like it's a six minute fight scene, and it just yeah. it keeps it's going. So there good. are like there are like four parts where you're like, okay, this is the end of the fight scene, and then they just keep fighting, and you're like, why? But. <laughs> It's like the sloppiest fight too. It's not like like a super well choreographed fight. It's just like it's like a, like a little street fight where like you're watching like two dudes just roll no, around on the ground. Like, and it like, looks like a, like a real like like a real fight between two people who, who and like don't the, know how to fight because it's so awkward sometimes. It's, and then at the end, don't they just go like, "Why are we fighting?" Like and they kind of just stop. No, like, at the okay, they're fighting because so the main character has found a pair of sunglasses. If you don't know the movie, the main character has found mm-hmm. a pair of sunglasses. That lets him see through, um, like advertising and media, and he can see that like a- an advertisement that says like buy one get one fifty percent off. He puts on the sunglasses, and it's actually just assume that says a sign that says consume. And so he's trying to get his friend to wear the sunglasses. <clears throat> so the fight ends when he finally beats him up enough so that he can put the sunglasses on him. Right, right. And then he yeah, stands up yeah. and looks, and that's why he has it. But I bring up They Live because um, when you're watching it, like, especially, like, all of the all of the comments on, like, clips and on YouTube and stuff are all just, like, Wow, this is like uh, he he didn't even know how relevant this was gonna be today. Um, yeah, and sometimes, especially when I was watching that movie, I was like, no wonder this movie is getting so popular again today because this movie feels it feels more sane. It, when you watch the movie, like you feel better about today's society because you're like, oh well, freaking like shape-shifting aliens are in charge that makes a lot more sense yeah you're like oh well of course I, like if, if if aliens are the ones if parasitic aliens are the ones in charge of us i guess that explain that's the only reason i can think of as to why people would be making these decisions you right. know it is a really interesting yeah. movie and it, it does kind of fit in with a lot of what's going on right now i think what people need to realize is that like we're not in a movie you know this is real life and it's it's when you start taking action on your your beliefs that this is some big story that's being told, some saga, that's where the problems start because you know it's it's not so. Yeah, having a raid on like foster homes is not going to do any good to anybody. Right. Yeah. No, that's just like dangerous. But I mean, this is the kind of stuff that's you know spreading around on QAnon. Why it's important to like keep track of this stuff because it's it's getting out of hand like yeah. very quickly and um it's becoming more and more widespread as time goes on um so i kind of want to move on now into this last bit here mm-hmm. um at least for what i got um on covid related q anon conspiracies covid related q anon cuz as as i sort of alluded to earlier when i mentioned that during this time of covid um participation in facebook uh, QAnon related Facebook groups has grown by 600%. Yeah, um, that's absurd. And, you know, in classic Facebook, uh, Facebook in a lot of ways is sort of to blame for a lot of this because they're like, oh, great, look at all these people joining these groups. Let's throw more ads at it, you yeah. know? 
Like, this is a great way for us to make some money. <sighs> Dude, social you know, media it's is such a mistake. You know, it's like this classic, you know, like what happened in like, Kennesaw, like a lot of the militia groups and stuff that were sort of organizing to like counter, quote unquote, counter protest at uh, the protests that are happening after um, Jason Blake was, was Jason Blake? I, I might be getting the name Jacob, wrong there. Jacob, maybe? Jacob Blake? Jason my apologies i'm my it's slipping my brain right now but he was you know shot in the back seven yeah, times it was, by police. it was jacob jacob blake yeah. and so you know luckily he survived but um yeah. you know obviously protests started happening at that because you know this sort of shit just keeps happening and it's like yeah we're like what the fuck so but then you know obviously now we got this like element of like boogaloo type people counter protesting showing up with their guns and stuff and this one particular kid the 17 year old i don't even know his name don't really care to know it you know <laughs> shot and killed two people shot a third person or whatever and facebook these people were coordinating on facebook actively for like a while and people were reporting like i said there was like 600 like different reports of the groups of people like these people are like coordinating violence on facebook and facebook did nothing until after people were killed and then they're like all right we should pull down these posts wow yeah well that's because so if you need yeah, so if you need more reason to get off Facebook, um, there's one. So delete your account. <laughs> um, I hate Facebook. I, I'm like so mad that I still have one. Yeah. Um, it's 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 horrible because like so badly do I just want to go on my phone and delete and, and remove my yeah. account. But then I get like a notification from my aunt, my great aunt. And she's like, oh, can mm-hmm. I get your like recipe for your tomato sauce? And I'm like, oh, well, no, I can't get rid of it. And it's just like made us dependent, you know? Well, there are yeah. some people who I like, who I contact um, exclusively through Facebook Messenger. Like, it's just, there's a bunch Same. of people who like, that's just the way I talk to them. Um, but like, other than that, I don't use Facebook for anything. I don't, I don't have any um, social media, actually. Yeah, good for you. Honestly, the, the more time goes on, the more it seems like that's the way to go. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I it's funny we actually talked about joining QAnon groups because, like, I honestly think I'm on a couple because remember a few months ago when we were doing, like, brain bottle marketing? Few. Yeah, you're in a few of those I, I see a lot of, like, QAnon conspiracy stuff on my Facebook because I joined those groups to, like, share our podcast. And it's right. uh, it's it's crazy how, like, easy it is to find them you know yeah i did it as a joke mm-hmm. so yeah so you know and so anyway bringing this all back you know mm-hmm. with everyone in quarantine and stuff you know naturally QAnon has to have its say on you know everything going on with covid yeah so first let's we're going to talk about 5g sort of like we we, we mentioned it earlier yes. in this episode 5G. um they have thoughts on 5g so I'm so, so excited. So, uh, misunderstanding of 5G technology has given rise to conspiracy theories claiming that it has adverse effects on human health. QAnon conspiracy theorists think global elites are using 5G to spread the coronavirus pandemic. I mean, probably. Naturally. Wait, I didn't yeah. know it was to spread coronavirus. That's, yeah. what, that's what the theory is? Um, that's at least one of them. I <laughs> thought it was just like a cancer, like, it's like, oh, it I mean, gives you cancer theory. I mean, there's definitely elements of that to people who believe that too. Mm. Uh, so, like, it's sort of this, you know, 
you know, one degree of separation, you know, Kevin Bacon sort of situation yeah. where it's like, yeah, it starts, you start on, you know, 5G causes cancer and then you move on to 5G is spreading coronavirus to it's the global elites who are responsible for 5G who are trying to spread coronavirus for yeah. reasons. Maybe. I don't know. No, we'll find no. Out. The, the radiation thing is 3G. Then you go up to 4G. That's, uh, you know, the next step. And then 5G is coronavirus. There's, there's levels to this, people. Yeah. So it Why turns do you think out they coronavi- number them? No, you're right, Bobby. It turns out coronavirus isn't an actual virus. It's just like <laughs> such a high level of radiation that it causes <laughs> respiratory issues and, you know, COVID toe and all these weird symptoms. Exactly. Ha- have you... Have you guys heard of like the uh, um, the patents on viruses, like that whole part of QAnon? Um, I mean, I've heard of that stuff, though not necessarily in relation to QAnon. Okay, well, maybe it's not like exactly associated with QAnon, but like the, the conspiracy that like viruses and diseases are patented uh, and that they're all man-made is is so funny to me because it's first of all if you were gonna do this like big conspiracy of like creating a virus why would you patent it for like first of all why would you oh, put it gotta, in a public record yeah what yeah what secondly <laughs> the reason that, that there are viruses that are patented and there are uh is because they're just uh different like modifications of a virus strain uh to try and find a cure um right and so they they patent the different strains so that they can keep track of which one's which right. and they'll they'll name them and stuff so i i just think that's interesting but um it's anyway back to like isn't it i thought it was whoever like sequenced out the specific like thing or whatever for the virus. that might also be a part of it um as far as i saw when i was looking into it it was just all um vaccinations yeah. but but it's possible that they people who like coin the term for like you know COVID-19 SARS-CoV-19 or whatever uh could patent that but I don't know why I don't want to (laughs) yeah I mean as far as I know that's not the case but I can't say for sure um but um anyway so 5G has so far rolled out in about 40 countries worldwide worldwide most notably South Korea and China but also in dozens of U.S. cities including including Cleveland and Columbus Ohio so like this is not like something that's like I don't know that I mean it's new but like it's not like it exists like it's in places yeah. you know maybe people maybe don't fully realize like all the different it's been in a lot of places I mean you know? T-Mobile is, has it on all their commercials right so uh, before the coronavirus fears about 5G tended to focus on cancer like Bobby was talking about the risk of which people feared could be increased from cell phone radiation the evidence to support such fears is weak to non-existent, although meteorologists have worried that the technology could disrupt weather satellite forecasts. Mm. And then I have a link here to the World Health Organization that I'll be putting in our brain, brain bloggle that you can read if nice. you want to look further into that. Um, so according to five years worth of Facebook sharing data via social media metric site BuzzSumo, the majority of the most shared links on the platform about the dangers of 5G are YouTube videos that were all published in the last year, starting around the same time that the British telecom company EE announced 5G service in six cities around the United Kingdom. So, basically all the sources for this sort of 5G 
is a bad thing are all just like YouTube videos of people saying 5G is a bad thing. Mm. New conspiracy. Okay. You ready? Yep. (laughs) Hit me. The the lower cell phone companies that couldn't afford to make the step up to 5G put out the the conspiracy. They contacted these these influencers and were like, "We need to compete with them, so let's convince everybody that what they're doing is poisonous." And they created the theory. So these lower cell phone companies being so like your push mobiles yeah your uh, yeah. boost mobiles yeah yeah you know like metro pc cricket bugs yeah um <laughs> like it's like you know you got a sandwich shop and the next theory, door you got though, the other sandwich shop they think it's the government though they don't think it's like the result of this 5g fear is not oh we're anti these cell phone companies they're <laughs> anti 5g anti and they think the government is doing it yeah that's that's true um so I guess that kind of debunks my my conspiracy. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. I, mean, I was I was kind of I was kind of getting into that a little yeah. bit. I was I, right. I was like really like the idea of like jitterbug, yeah. like really like going <laughs> after T-Mobile. The jitterbug phone, dude. Do you think jitterbug phones could get five G? You think they wouldn't just like explode if they tried I to receive even, a five G signal? Dude, I don't oh even know God. if they get a G, dude. I don't even like, know if they yeah. still make them. Um, they definitely still make. Do you them. remember the don't... Firefly phones? No. Yes. Yes. We, 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 me and Jack were like, you Wait, know, probably Bobby, like would I, would I not believe, be able to believe my eyes if 10 million fireflies <laughs> lit up the world as I fell um, asleep? The firefly Brent, I'd like to make you believe. So it was uh, like, it was like a really cheap phone where you could have like five contacts. So that yeah, like, they were, you know, the shape, it, it, they were funny because they were the shape of flip phones. But they mm. couldn't flip. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And they had like they had like five buttons. They had like a nine one one button. They had yeah. like one two three four, and then they had hang up. And when you would get the phone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, weird. What? So it you was kind of like would, a. I don't know. It was like a pre. It wasn't really a phone. It was more of like a device that had pre-programmed numbers in it. When you got it, yeah. you would be like, "Oh, I want it to be able to contact th- like." This number, this number, and this number. It was like a pager for kids. <laughs> yeah, it was a pager, essentially, except you could call, like, your mom and your dad, and you're, like, in, like, oh, we're also going to put grandma's number in case nobody yeah. answers, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was, like, Instead super... Of fave five, it was your only five. Yeah. yeah, it was essentially it was essentially the jitterbug, but for kids. Because yeah. the jitterbug phone... As far as I remember, it was it was marketed to like the like senior citizens. Yeah, because it has like the really big buttons. You yeah, know, yeah, that are easier to press. So I, weird, I remember they had those dude. giant remotes <laughs> that you'd find dude, like dude. like in Walmart or whatever, or like yeah. Ocean State job lot. And they were like these giant remotes with like twelve buttons. It was like channel. And, like they're huge for old people, and I always yeah, yeah. wanted one. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> But you never. Got uh, for, one. So, as far as we know, Jitterbug is not involved. But uh, the UK's early push into 5G cellular coverage has led to an especially active British anti 5G movement. In 2018, the Democrats and Veterans Party, an offshoot of the British far right political party UKIP, hosted at their party conference British YouTuber and conspiracy theorist Mark Steele, 
whose speech on the dangers of 5G is featured regularly in conspiracy theory videos. So again, just like another YouTube dude saying 5G is bad, and that's our source for why 5G is bad. This so, episode is sponsored by Jitterbug. Yes. <laughs> if only. Hey, I'll take their money. Give me your money, Jitterbug. Um, yeah, all the now, money they don't it, spend on advertising anymore. We'll yeah. Take it. So speaking of um, online conspiracy theorists and naturally we have to talk about alex jones at some point so alex jones oh, alex is connected jones, to 5g yeah. now uh, uh, alex uh, jones and the, uh, the, the globalist the elite the, globalists are uh that's what they're doing they're putting chemicals into the water and they're, uh, us- they're using the 5g to turn the frogs gay <laughs> yeah that's what it is <laughs> yeah oh, uh, man. Uh, so yeah, Alex Jones connected 5G to a popular QAnon f- theory on April 1st of 2020, known as our 10 day, 10 days of darkness or our media <gasps> blackout. So Alex Jones f- first, like back in April 2020, made a connection between um, our, f- that wasn't even the first uh, day, 10 days of darkness. That was technically the second one. Oh, wow. Um, but, but um, he <sighs> technically con- connected it saying that, um, and, um, all electricity, internet, and social media outages would uh, happen on these days, signaling the end of the world. Oh. Um, that and that 5G would be the cause of the 10 days of darkness. Like, the 5G would go live, and then everything would be blacked out, signaling the end of the world. Miami 2017, supposedly. baby. Billy Joel predicted it in, in the 70s, you know? <laughs> Seen the lights go out on Broadway. Yeah, we all should have been listening to Billy Joel back then. We should have. You know, I, I've been kicking myself self ever since then. <laughs> so um, one Q, QAnon influencer tweeted a thread sharing a screenshot from an article about the health effects of electromagnetic radiation, claiming they are similar to the symptoms of COVID-19. And I put in parentheses, they are not. (laughs) And arguing that Italy's high infection rate is because the country has the most 5G-enabled cities in Western Europe, which is also not true. Um, (laughs) Why is there so much misinformation that's just said? It's crazy. Because like that could just say things. World now, people just say things, and nobody thinks about what they say. Bro. Can we do an experimental podcast where we just talk about things that we made up for the entire time and just see who believes it? And then at the yeah. end of the show, be like, "That was the fake one." Yeah, well, and I used we made to it do all that up. in high school all the time. Um, me and my brother have this joke where we'll go like, somebody will say something. And then you'll go, oh, my God, did you know that actually um, this is true? So, like, if somebody was putting something away in Tupperware, I'd be like, oh, my God, did you know that um, Tupperware actually originated as uh, as uh, as as animal skin? Right. And so and so you would you would you would you would keep food food leftovers in animal skin and it was called Tupperware. Because you would put it on your upper shelf um, because it smelt so bad that you didn't want it on the bottom and rising up through <laughs> everything else. And like, I, love I would just, I would just do stuff like that all the time. And people would be like, really? That's interesting. And like, I did it all the time that I would forget about it. And I had one time I convinced my girlfriend at the time that Komodo dragons were the second largest milk producing animal in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> and 
like later in the day i got i like told her that like as a joke in the morning and then later in the day i got a text and she was like what the fuck i just <laughs> she was like i you i was telling people that and now i look like an idiot it's so <laughs> it's so good and I it's was funnier like, well, that you didn't correct it like her after and say like i just made that up <laughs> I, I can't do it without being like psych yeah, yeah. Oh, so, one of these man. days you're not gonna see it coming i'm gonna do a whole episode about something that doesn't exist that you make and, up that'd be you're really not gonna know when it's gonna happen but at the end i'll reveal this. it it's gonna i want this to happen it's gonna it's gonna happen and just you just don't know when i'm excited all right I'm excited. all right so just to kind of like give some context here you know this sort of fear-mongering and distrust of technology is not like a new thing obviously yeah like this sort of thing has existed throughout history so the fact that people are freaking out about out about 5g is like not that crazy like it turns out we've been doing this literally since sentient thought has existed <laughs> so i want to list just for people who maybe are uh, still skeptical maybe like i don't know i'm still not sure about this 5g thing here are some other examples of technologies throughout history that we have uh distrusted that you'll probably find yourself finding kind of crazy now oh so let's start with uh just the written word writing was at one point feared so um what? so socrates himself the famous you know philosopher um uh, socrates who never wrote said that the invention of writing would produce forgetfulness and only a semblance of wisdom but not real truth or judgment so they basically there was a lot of people in ancient history who believed that the invention of the written word would actually make everyone stupider. Oh, because, because like, you, human you thought have was to rem- so complex that you couldn't write it down. But no, more that like because it would make everyone lazy because you wouldn't have to remember anything anymore. These stories or whatever, these ideas, because they would all be written down. Is this well, kind of like how people think that when you go on vacation, you know, it's like, oh, don't take too many pictures because you'll just remember everything on the camera and not what actually happened. It, it kind of reminds right. me of that. Oh, well, I'm not a picture. T- I don't take pictures at all. Yeah, I, I don't I take a ton of pictures. I mean, I'll take some, but I think it's really more about being present when you're on vacation. Yeah. Like. If you're spending um, too much time taking pictures of everything, you're just not present. But yeah, yeah. people in ancient history believed that when written word was first coming around, that they were fearful that Dude, people would just become dumb and not have to like remember I anything. I yeah. love stories like that because I because you because it, it proves that it's just that it's literally just cycles of stuff and that yeah, people yeah. are like you can find like I know you had mentioned um, some sort of philosopher that I can't remember, but there's writing from Socrates. Um, Mm. where he is complaining about quote-unquote kids these days essentially yeah being like they have no respect for their elders they don't know he was talking Mm. about how he hates how rebellious the younger generation is Mm. Mm -hmm. um and that happens every time and you it happens every single time it happened when um newspapers and magazines started getting printed people started Mm -hmm. writing um about uh, they were critiquing the youth saying nobody has a conversation on the train anymore everyone has their everyone has their face in a newspaper 
you know yeah, and now well, speaking, it's, of tra- it's speaking of trains bones. people used to be afraid of the trains they thought that <laughs> because they, they they thought because they could go up to 30 miles an hour that it would literally liquefy the human body to go that fast oh they were afraid to go in the trains they're literally afraid that being on a train something of anything moving that fast could literally just like destroy the human body not from like getting into an accident but just the sheer speed of it would like mm. rip your body apart Wow. so funny. Yeah, what's so funny about this to me is that there's so many things that we're scared of, and then there's so many things that we aren't scared of that are actually threatening. Like, mm-hmm. like you, you go back to when everyone had asbestos and lead paint in their house, mm-hmm. and we were yeah. probably, people were probably worried about, like, the doorknobs or something stupid mm-hmm. like that. When actually... How about another... Oh, go, yeah. go for yeah. it. Go for it. Yeah, how about another dumb one? Electricity. Um, oh, people believe that electricity would Bloody cause a, a thing called neurasthenia, which is an ill-defined medical condition characterized by lassitude, fatigue, headache, and irritability associated chiefly with emotional disturbance. So basically believing that just having electricity in your home will cause you to be fall ill. It's so like, like better call Saul kind of. Yeah, so, yeah, basically, yeah. If you've ever seen that show, Chuck... Uh, uh, Saul's brother, if you will, um, which I will because it is his brother. <laughs> yeah, if you will. in the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Is he really his brother? <laughs> Find out next week. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, no. So they literally there are a lot of people back in the day who believed that electricity would cause you to become sick. Um, and let's mm. fast forward to more modern times. Wi-Fi. There are people who believe that Wi-Fi would cause cancer. Mm. And um, I don't know about you, but most of us have Wi-Fi in our homes, and there's been no recorded evidence to suggest that it causes cancer. Mm. So 5G, from all investigations so far, because again, like it, it's been in existence for a while now. It's not like it just popped up like yesterday. Like it, it's been rolling out in places around the world, and people have been studying it to see if there are effects on human health. And there has been no evidence to suggest that there is so far. Wow. So, mm. hopefully, that if you're one to believe that 5G is causing cancer or spreading COVID, mm. um, maybe some of this information will help make you not believe that to be the case. I wonder um, if there's but, anything else that we're scared of that we like that we shouldn't be. Because like, like I'm trying to think of like things that like people tell you not to do. Like, mm-hmm. uh oh, that's you don't want to do that because that'll cause this. I mean, everything well, causes cancer. Now. Um, well, the, the, I would say the big one right now, the first thing that comes to mind, which is maybe not like, it's certainly not like a majority of people, but obviously vaccinations yeah, is a big one yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fear around vaccinations for a multitude of reasons. People like saying it causes like disease, causes like autism or whatever, or people who are, who are going to be more like this next segment I'm going to talk about. This oh, is actually geez. kind of a good transition into talking about the Bill Gates, the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation. <gasps> we finally made it. We made it to yes. the gates of Bill. Yeah, the gates of Bill. <laughs> we, we Bill is Builder's Gate. I don't know. I was trying to do a Baldur's Gate pun for all uh, our Baldur's Gate heads <laughs> out there. Baldur's Gate. Or what, what did we what did we call the uh, last week? The gate, the Bill Gates Gate. The Bill Gates Gate. Yeah. Bill Gates. Bill Gates Gate. Gates yeah. Gate. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah. So so Bill Gates who. Um, so Gates, acting as a public face of a plot by the glo- globalist elites to depopulate the Earth, created and released the novel coronavirus, spurring efforts to create a vaccine that will then 
be used by the globalists to sterilize or kill most of the Earth's population. So basically, the QAnon people believe that you know the the global elites themselves created the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen, and have been spreading it around so that they can then use their vaccine to help you know depopulate the Earth. So the vaccine will actually go around and start killing people. Um, yeah, and so and then the the, the the Bill Gates shit is all over the place, man. There's like so many different versions <laughs> of it. There's also a version that says that they're developing an invisible tattoo to track childhood vaccinations, which received funding from the Gates Foundation, um, with the goal of allowing globalists to track everything you do as a part of a depopulation cult. So they they also believe that like the vaccinations are being used to like actually put like an invisible tattoo on you. So that they can like easily track like what you're doing as if like you know our cell phones aren't actively you know record keeping track of everything your location and all that shit so yeah like they already um, know where we're going come on people so yeah so that's like kind of like version one of the bill melinda gates foundation sort of thing the second version is microchipping so that they believe that Mm. the bill melinda gates foundation is going to you know they've created the coronavirus and they're going to use their vaccine that they're holding on to to microchip everybody for again very similar purposes for mm. controlling everyone tracking them all that bullshit uh see so, i actually also yeah. heard that testing too is another way that they're microchipping people oh by, interesting. by doing the have, tests they're putting a microchip yeah, they're, in your they're, brain. they're popping in the back of your nostril or whatever yeah, yeah. and then the third one and my favorite one is that they're actually going to be using the vaccine to give all the people of the world the mark of the beast through id 2020 because they believe six, that six, bill gates because they believe that bill gates is possibly the antichrist and mm. so this thing id 2020 which is this program to create um a digital id for people who are like undocumented throughout the world um in like third world countries and stuff where you know medical records and stuff are hard to come by they're trying to create this sort of like digital id for people to sort of keep all their medical records in this sort of like digital format so that you know vaccination records and shit which are don't exist in some places can be kept track of for like refugees and things like that that just sounds like a good idea yeah but i mean it's an interesting idea to say the least i mean i think there's debate to be said as to whether or not because there is some element to that where they're they at least like bantied around the idea of like i don't know if it's necessary microchipping but like having some sort of like actual physical thing on a person that they could scan to yeah. like keep track of that stuff so it's something you that you could where, take like, off <laughs> yeah but also like you could see where people might get the wrong idea about that but also that's not like what they're actually doing it's just like an idea that was like proposed at one point yeah you know and so yeah and so they believe that um this is like going to be the antichrist situation where all these people getting the vaccine are going to have the mark of the beast and so that's why you know they're oh, QAnon is afraid of this vaccine is because there's, now there's some like element of like a Christian holy war going on with all this. If Bill Gates ever became the actual Antichrist, I would yeah. think it'd be so funny because it'd like be awesome. you, you would go I back and be mad. No, you go back and look at that video where he's like dancing on the stage like a dad, uh, yes. and it's like that's <laughs> the Antichrist right there. I love that video. Yeah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'll have to find a gift for that and include that in this week's brain blog. <laughs> but, it's um, so good. Remember um, when we, yeah, we so, lined that up to Rocksteady? That was probably the best oh, thing yeah, that we ever whispers. did. Yeah, that was so that was good. amazing. 
Um, but one interesting thing I personally found when researching all this, because that's sort of like the basic idea with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation shit around QAnon. But the the interesting thing I found, whereas like other than like the he's the Antichrist people, um, all the other ones sort of like framed the conversation around it. Like Bill Gates is sort of this puppet being mm-hmm. used by the deep state globalists to put this stuff out there that like he kind of like has no control over it which i found very interesting yeah. that it was framed that way because when you then take a look at who because like bill gates is like one of the most rich people in the world he's like like number two maybe like yeah, he's, he's like pretty right close up Elon musk is now number three really is he number three wow yeah, i saw an article he's number three now crazy but um yeah so i mean so the the funny thing is like they look at a guy like bill gates who's you know like a billionaire hundreds of times over and he's this puppet being used by the deep state. But then you look at a guy like George Soros, mm-hmm. who is, you know, he's a billionaire too, don't get me wrong, but like nowhere near the wealth we're talking about with, you know, like a Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or I guess even an Elon Musk at this point. Yeah. And yet they look at him like this puppet master who's orchestrating everything and pulling all the strings. And like the really the only thing that that like separates him from Bill Gates really, other than like the amount of monies they have, which George Soros has a lot less um is that he's jewish yeah and that he donates to a lot of liberal um democratic candidates and you know um different liberal leaning charities like lgbtq type stuff and things like that yeah and he was born in germany right too yeah i believe he's hungarian hungarian Um, so so it's like he might have been born in germany but he's hungarian yeah Um, so it's like at all also he's not what he's not just like a white guy from america you know he's he's a jewish person from a different country so therefore yeah. he's this like big boogeyman like evil guy who's behind the scenes but bill gates is just being like blackmailed into this or whatever yeah you know so yeah it, it's i don't think that's a coincidence i think just it's so to, funny uh, that that there's this theory that that we need to depopulate the earth because we already have so many things that are more effective at killing humans than uh like this vaccine fake depopulator like heart disease we we do so many things to give ourselves heart disease in this country and we don't care about it and it's like it like we're already depopulating ourselves like without anyone doing anything so there's not heart disease isn't the uh, number one cause of disease anymore oh it's not what's the number one cause now uh covid yeah is it actually yeah, in America, I think it is. Number one cause of death or disease? Yeah. Disease. Did I say disease? I meant death. Number one cause yeah. of death in America Wait. right now. It, it, this year. This year, it's COVID. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Obviously, over the course of history, it's, it's you know, still, still... Our disease is pretty yeah. worth a bullet. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, but we're, we're, we're running a little long here, so I'm going to jump into my last bit here because I, I wanted to save this one for last because I feel like this is sort of like on the fringes of QAnon. It's like the most sort of like mainstream thing that sort of has a lot of QAnon connections that people don't realize traces back to QAnon mm-hmm. that I kind of want to go through and debunk, which is um something you probably heard of. It. It's called Plandemic. Yes. Have you get that's a documentary, this sort of like, right? That's sort of you know quote unquote documentary that stuff that was on YouTube for a while before it got removed. Um, yeah, it's it, it, you start sort of spreading around a lot, you know. Uh, and this, these sort of QAnon crowds and stuff and you know a lot of people who are already sort of susceptible to these sort of conspiracy 
dictatorial belief systems. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk about that because a lot of people saw that and were like, look at that. See this coronavirus thing. It's just a big old hoax, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so I want to kind of go through that and sort of make the connections and then also try to debunk it a little bit. Because I know, especially, yeah. I feel like a lot in the parent crowd, a lot of parents I knew were like talking about this and seeing it and were buying into it. Yeah. And and yeah, I think they actually recently came out with a sequel too. Like, oh, geez. Uh, but yeah, anyway. It, so was going wanna, a, it was going around really early on in the virus. Yeah, back in, back in May. It came out in May. So this uh, 26 minute conspiracy theory video first posted on several social media platforms on May 4th of 2020 promoting falsehoods and misinformation about the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. Judy Judy Mikovits, I believe that's how you're saying her last name, Judy Mikovits, a discredited former medical researcher um, has um, who has been described as a anti-vax activist, although she denies that. So that's kind of like her background. She's this uh, medical researcher who had been sort of discredited and sort of like kicked out of like the medical research community it was kind of well known for promoting a lot of anti-vax type rhetoric and stuff although she claims to not be anti-vax she's kind of sort of one of the spearheads behind this whole documentary it basically just follows her you know yeah she's basically, I think I she's watched basically just half of it when it came out i i remember like Someone shared it, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" And I watched Wasn't half it of it. Was it on Netflix? No, it was on YouTube, no, right? It was like it was oh. on YouTube. YouTube was the main place where it was around, but I mean, it got shared a lot on Facebook and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, so she's basically the source for this whole thing. You know, this is not like a bunch of scientists, and she's sort of like the face of it. You know, she she's is the, the only one person. One. Yeah, she's the person who is basically behind this. This and like the people who like helped her create the video. Yeah. But if it's, um, so the video promotes conspiracy, conspiracists claims that vaccines are a money-making enterprise that cause medical harm. It takes the form of an interview between Willis, who is sort of like the director who kind of helped her make this movie, and Mikovits, in which Mikovits makes numerous unsupported or false claims around coronavirus and her own cons- co- uh, controversial history. Um, the fact-checker politico- PolitiFact highlighted eight false or misleading claims from the video including the following oh god i'm ready so got some popcorn here we go so okay mikovitz was held in jail without charge this is like the the claim that she made it within the video Mm -hmm. um uh, mikovitz was briefly held on remand after an accusation of theft from her former employer uh the whitmore peterson institute but charges were dropped. There is no evidence to support her claim that notebooks removed from the Institute were planted or that the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease and its director, Anthony Fauci, bribed investigators. So there was like um, nothing which to is hide. Like, yeah. So like she, the, all those claims she made were all false or at least un- completely unsubstantiated. When asked, both Mikovits and Willis admitted that it was an error to say that she had not been charged and in fact she had meant to say that the charges were dropped uh mikovitz saying that i've been confused for a decade and that in the future she would try to be more clear when she talks about the criminal charge um which is a very kind of weird statement i was confused like 
like what are you confused about if you're like, are you in a documentary a where you're making these claims and like part of it is that you're trying to gain sympathy for this bad thing that happened to you you mm. should know what it is that happened to you <laughs> like yeah. come on i mean clearly they were just saying that clearly they know what really happened this oh, is yeah. just bullshit it, they're just covering their tracks when they someone called them out for it yeah for sure um and i and this is just like completely aside like i this the, the term doc we need to come up with like a new term that like separates documentaries from just people not Maybe doing videos. a fictional film because <laughs> like yeah you know just because these are two real people yeah i like that squawkumentary this is a squawkumentary just going squawk squawk <laughs> because one. like just because you're two real people talking in front of a camera doesn't make what you're saying in front of it like true yeah and so by calling it a documentary it sort of lends this credibility to it yeah. when it's like this is all bullshit so people say like oh it's a doc oh, it's a documentary mm. Ooh. so did you see this did you see this documentary so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh my goodness so follow the cabal is a squawkumentary uh yeah, pandemic exactly. is a squawkumentary yeah, uh, you know, these are all squawkumentaries. Classic squawkumentaries. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We need to come up with new terminology to, like, define, like, documentary. Because that term just comes with so much weight that I don't feel like it's deserved for a lot of quote-unquote documentaries. Yeah, I agree. But, um, all right. So, the uh, next false claim. The virus was manipulated, um, she claims, within the documentary. Okay, so, an article in Nature and analyzes the likely origins and finds that our analysis clearly shows that SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19 is not a laboratory construct or a purposely manipulated virus. So they claim in the documentary that the virus was manipulated in some way to get out into the world. They say, according to um, these analysis, um, that that is not true. There There's is no evidence, no evidence that, that that is a lab-created virus. There's none. Yes, yeah, I've so tried again, to look for it because I thought it was interesting. I mean, I never believed it, but, you know, I had a conversation with, with a couple people about it, and they're like, no, look it up. It's it's true. And I looked it up, and yeah, there's, and like, videos of doctors saying, it was made in a lab. Like, Yeah, again, what? it's just people saying it, but not corroborating it yeah. in any way. Yeah, this is you know, the classic, the well, well, this person said it happened. Well, the, the, the thing they point to is, like, oh, look, U.S. gave out a grant to this lab, and, you know... Wutan or whatever it's like like grants go to labs across the world all the time yeah and, th and those countries give grants to labs in the u.s all the time that's just like something that happens in the scientific community okay so the next one is that the virus occurred from sars-1 within a decade and that and this is inconsistent with natural causes uh that's another claim that was made in the documentary this is incorrect uh COVID-19 is similar but not directly descended from SARS-CoV-2 or um, SARS-1 with only 79% genetic similarity. So, you know, the original SARS virus, they tried to make um, a connection saying that um, basically that the only way this virus could COVID-19 could exist is if they manipulated the SARS-1 virus to make it. And like, that's just, that's not true. Yeah. Um, Another claim within the documentary is that hospitals receive $13,000 in Medicare if they call it COVID-19 when a patient dies. Um, this claim, which had previously been made on the American Spectator and WorldNet Daily, um, was rated half true by PolitiFact and Snopes. 
Um, payments are made, but the amount is open to dispute, and there is no evidence that this influences diagnosis. And in fact, the evidence suggests that COVID-19 is, if anything, underdiagnosed. Mm. So, but also another thing I read too is that, you know, when someone comes into a hospital, say with, you know, COVID-19 and they get pneumonia when they die. Yeah. When you list it on a death certificate, you list COVID-19 and pneumonia mm-hmm. because we don't know exactly which thing it was that killed this person. All we know is that they had yeah. this, these X, Y, and Z. So if they came with congestive heart failure and COVID-19, both those things would be listed on the death certificate if they die in the hospital because we don't know. Uh, we can, you know, they were suffering from both these symptoms. They probably compounded one another. We can't really say one or the other was the actual factor that caused the death. All we know right. is that they both contributed. So they both get listed on the death certificate. And then, you know, a certain amount of money is allocated um, from Medicare to the hospitals to basically like, deal with that. And that number is not just like out of nowhere. You know, that number is mm-hmm. based on like, studies of like how much it costs to treat the patient so it's not like these hospitals are like we're just (laughs) racking up the dough here it's like that money is you know used and then whatever isn't used just comes out of the budget later anyway so it's like it doesn't go to the doctor yeah the doctors aren't just like shoving like you know hundred dollar bills into their lab coats (laughs) as they're leaving the hospital like that's not how this works you know yeah this is all yeah so like like, oh you had lung cancer covid19 where's the money yeah okay so next one hydroxychloroquine is effective against these families of viruses is um one of the claims made within the documentary this one is a big QAnon one Mm. that uh hydroxychloroquine is the actual cure for QAnon, but they don't want you to take it because the deep state wants you to take their vaccine yeah yeah yeah. this is a big one that goes around i've heard this one Uh, a lot the QAnon conspirators and is parroted within this documentary that a lot of people have seen. So this claim originates with the work by Deirdre Rayalt, which has subsequently received a statement of concern from the editors of the journal in which it was published. So this is this doctor from France who said that the hydroxychloroquine could be effective in treating um, COVID-19 and, uh, the first randomized controlled trial to evaluate the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine for the treatment of COVID-19 found no evidence of benefit and some evidence of harm when in use to treat COVID. The, the NIH... Oh, go away. Freaking... My Google Doc came up with a little text editor thing. I, I'm trying to read here. God. <laughs> the NIH says that there is an insufficient evidence to recommend for or against its this use so basically there there's no real evidence to show that it helps at all if anything a lot of the recent studies are showing that it actually could be harmful particularly in people in later stage of uh, COVID-19 so but who funds are, those studies Brent it's oh boy, George Soros oh boy oh no god yep so um next uh uh, the flu vaccine increases the chance of contracting COVID-19 by 36% uh, is another claim that's made within this documentary. This claim is false. The claim it misinterprets a disputed article that studied the 2007-2018 influenza season predating the COVID-19 pandemic. So basically, they're, they're citing information that, that was well before Disease COVID-19 was even exist. a thing. 
So the claim that the flu vaccine increases the chances of contracting COVID-19 does not appear in the original article at all. Mm. The the author, Greg G. Wolf, great name, wrote that (laughs) coronavirus cases increase from 5.8% non-vaccinated to 7.8% vaccinated within 95% confidence interval. And the article highlighted highlights says vaccinated personnel did not have significant odds of respiratory illness the article was in fact referring to seasonal coronaviruses or the common cold mm-hmm. yep this is what which one of the big misconceptions are and problems around this whole you know COVID 19 coronavirus thing is that coronavirus is like a section like a type of disease it's just the, it's basically the look of it i mean that's really yeah. the whole point is that it just it, it looks like a crown right yeah, and, and the common cold is often caused by coronaviruses. Yeah. You know, that uh, that are like the, was it the rhinovirus or whatever? Mm. Or rhino, I, I forget how it's said, but yeah. Oh, There's like two different types of viruses yeah. that cause the common cold, one of them being coronaviruses. So they saw coronaviruses in their article and are like, haha, look at that. Coronaviruses uh, uh, is increased significantly by taking vaccines and that's just not true I mean, at all even if they had evidence to support yeah. this crazy theory yeah this documentary uh, quote unquote was released in may which means it was probably made in april which means they had a mm. month to gather all this information on people getting vaccinated and then getting coronavirus yeah come on it's the stupidest thing i've ever heard yeah yeah it's still pretty early into the whole pandemic you're very right um next claim was this is a quote if you've ever had a flu vaccine, you were injected with coronaviruses. This has also been debunked. The flu con- shot contains no coronaviruses because the flu is not caused by coronaviruses. Completely different types of viruses. <laughs> so that's not true. Um, another one. Here's another big one. Wearing uh, This is another quote from the documentary. Wearing the mask literally activates your own virus. You're getting sick from your own reactivated coronavirus expressions. Unquote. What? This claim is unsupported by evidence. Masks prevent airborne tras- transmissions of the virus, especially during asymptomatic periods up to 14 days, when carriers may not even be aware they have the disease. And this also includes um, um, pre-symptomatic. Um, this is, we talk about asymptomatic a lot, but also pre-symptomatic people um, up to 14 days. The masks really help with that, not spreading it. And a virus may be deactivated but cannot be added to one's infection level if it leaves the body even temporarily. So basically, if you're wearing a mask and you're you know, breathing in and out of there, you can't breathe out a deactivated virus and, and breathe, breathe it back, it back in, in. And, re- and reactivate it. That's just not how it works. No. That's not at all how it works. And again, I will have links Dude, for all that the people in the who post. think that that is why masks are bad is so, like... It's like how even how dense are you? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, even even when pe- even when people aren't like oh you're just breathing the because pe- I've seen a lot of videos of people being like you're breathing the virus back in that's killing your lungs, but like there's some people who are like you're just breathing it's like you're breathing back in the air you breathe out and it's like do they not real the majority of the air we breathe it's like we don't breathe out pure co2 the majority Mm. of what we breathe out is still oxygen yeah Mm. and like let me let me say as i just got back from florida which is like at one point was like the epicenter of the virus and i had to wear a mask the entire time i was there for Mm. what five six days and i barely took the mask off 
like barely at all. And I noticed when I was wearing it, I'm like, I'm not breathing in the, the, the breath that I exhale. I'm just breathing in more air because when you exhale, it, it goes, it goes away and there's air around you that you breathe in. Like you're not, if you were like breathing in your own carbon dioxide, you'd have to like cup your hand over your mouth and just like, it like doesn't work like that. It just, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just like a complete, it's just a misunderstanding of yeah. like how this stuff worked. You just get this one thing where like, oh, we breathe, out, we breathe out CO2. You hear that one fact when you're a kid, like, oh, when you breathe out, you breathe out CO2. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's true. But you also breathe out a lot of other stuff. <laughs> yeah. One of those things being particulates. Yeah. And those particulates can have diseases in them. That's why you wear the mask. So those particulates get stuck in the mask and don't get out into the air as much yeah. for people, other people to breathe in. So, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, people just think like, oh my God, well, if I'm just wearing a sink cover in my mouth, all I'm breathing is CO2. And yeah. It's like, that's just not the case at all. It's not even that much CO2 mm-hmm. that you're breathing in, which barely at all. Um, and then lastly, I just wanted to say that uh, Mikovitz also alludes to a number of conspiracy theories which claim Bill Gates is implicated in causing the pandemic in order to profit off the eventual vaccine, connecting it again back to QAnon because that's where a lot of this stuff has originated. Full so- circle. That's how these sort of like this QAnon sort of conspiracy conspiracy theory is like sort of like finding its way out into more and more things that people don't even realize they're buying into QAnon conspiracy theories, which again, just originate from people on the internet. Just like, it's basically like the way I was kind of like, I was talking to Christy the other day about this before we recorded, I think the first episode, mm. and I described it to her a lot like sort of like a fan community around like, say like a Star Wars fan community, sort of like fan theorying about like what the next movies what's going to happen in the next movie like mm. you know you got all these people who are really sort of like invested in this thing who are sort of like snowballing ideas off one each other. people just start throwing shit out there and then people will latch on like oh i like that idea yeah 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 maybe you know maybe raise pa- parent will be palpatine you know and people yeah. just start like latching onto that idea and snowballing more and more stuff and that's like how a lot of these conspiracy theories from QAnon get out into the world but then when other people who are new to it come to it, they're just finding what the the newest version of that theory is. Yeah. So they're just like, oh, wow, can you believe this? You know, COVID's being spread by 5G and Bill Gates is responsible for it. They're, they didn't see that. It was just like a bunch of just like randos on a QAnon fucking 4chan forum just like throwing shit out there. And they sort of like crowdsource this thing into existence mm-hmm. they're not seeing the maturation process they're just seeing the end result of it and the end and result so is they, that there's all these youtube channels of people talking about it and it's like because so many people are saying it that's that yeah, must so, mean it's true so that's the evidence right there it's like we have all these people talking about it and they're, they don't, they're not seeing like the evolution of like it's just people you know sort of getting these sort of cryptic non really informational cue drops or whatever and then just like fan the- fan geeking out about it and like fan theorying until you get you know now coronavirus is you know this globalist thing or like you know now you know child care or like you know child protective services is part of the deep recruiting children or whatever they don't see the process from where it gets to you know just people saying shit on the internet to full on it's just part of the conspiracy theory now we've accepted that us talking about this means it's real because we feel like it makes sense even if we have no actual evidence to support it and that's how we get here (laughs) well everyone listening you know everything we've said so far 
is a complete lie. We're being held hostage <laughs> by the deep state. Please, please help uh, us. We, uh, we had to, to give you all this information. Uh, I told you guys. Uh, the globalists, they got us. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the friggin' uh, frogs gay. Oh, God. Dang. We joke, but yeah, we probably shouldn't. Because yeah. there's yeah. at least one person who's who somehow didn't, who believes this stuff, who didn't rage quit, like... 10 yeah, minutes into the podcast <laughs> who made it all the way through the hour and 40 minutes of this and got huh? to the end and was like yes i knew it yeah i knew they were they were lying about it like when we were like when people thought that we were lizards teaching video tutorials oh, on yeah. youtube and yeah, that yeah. we were being oh. held hostage by the argonians or whatever the archons, the archons. archons. i always i keep saying I argonians would, but it's i wish they were argonians that's what lord, lord of the rings no, Skyrim. Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls to be specific. Skyrim, yeah, yeah, I know. Well, it's been two hours, so my sauce should be done. So, I just uh, go to the bathroom so bad. Same. <laughs> so let's sign right, off. Guys. Let's just do all the things. So you know the email, brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. Website, brainbogglepodcast.com. Patreon.com forward slash brainbogglepodcast. The Instagram is at brainboggle. Twitter at brainbogglepod. Check out all that shit. Leave reviews everywhere you can. Those five stars are helping. I saw we got some new five stars. That's cool. Woo! We'd read them right now, but again, we all need to pee and do stuff. So we're gonna get <laughs> yeah, out of here. It's been a long sauce. one. Pee Everybody, so maybe next episode, go and and make sure you subscribe to the show because Bogtober yeah. is coming. Bogtober, yeah, baby. Up. <laughs> I think right, every episode is Bogtober now. All right. Hell yeah. Love Peace you guys. Peace. Peace. Love. Be safe. Bye. Bye. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.